Annie, that witch next door, and welcome to Moonday Musings, a mini astrocast every Monday where we take inspiration and dive into the upcoming energy of the cosmos. Oh, hello, neighbor. Happy Monday. Happy Moonday. Welcome to another episode of Moonday Musings. If you haven't been here before, hello, welcome. I'm Danny. I'm that witch next door, and I'm going to be your cosmic guide for the week. Now, let's dive right into this week's energy. Very excited to chat with all of you about this this week because we have some cool activity this week. Um, but let's start off with this week's moon scope. This is for the week of today, Monday, September 26th through Sunday. October 2nd. That's right, my loves. October is upon us. And I know there are a lot of witches and a lot of people listening to this episode right now that are just as excited as I am that fall and autumn and spooky season is here. Oh, I'm so, so, so excited. Maybe that's part of the reason I'm so excited (laughs) for the energy this week and to talk about it because it means fall is here. So we're already in Libra season. Um, We're just coming down off of the Libra new moon, which was actually just yesterday on Sunday. Um, So that means that we're starting out this week with the moon in Libra moving. uh, The moon will be moving into Scorpio tomorrow, then into Sagittarius on Thursday. And then we'll be finishing out the week with the moon moving into Capricorn on Sunday. And this is where our Uh, Yes, first quarter moon will be taking place, will be at nine degrees of Capricorn on Sunday, October 2nd at 6.14 p.m. Mountain Time. So first of all, when it comes to the moon specifically this week, coming down off of that Libra new moon, um, not only did we change sun seasons last week, we also had that cool, crazy Mercury retrograde Kazemi, right? Where Mercury and the sun met up at zero degrees of Libra before passing each other by. Um, We, this week... Um, I think that as far as our feelings and our emotions go, right, the moon and where where we're at with the moon, I definitely foresee um, a small period of introspection this week. I really feel like there'll be this chunk of this week that just feels really sacred on an, like a solo level. And that this is going to really transition into some really sacred, much needed social and interaction time. So if you feel a little bit of a mix of both this week, I don't think that you're alone. I think it's kind of part of the astrological journey this week. Um, this week really is all about transitions. There, That was the theme and the message that came through very, very clearly for me while I was preparing for the episode. And I think that as far as the moon scope goes and our feelings, that this week it's best to just kind of keep tabs on them. How are you feeling? Check in with that. What needs to be adjusted um, (coughs) in order to enhance that experience for you or to ground that experience for you? Whatever your feelings and emotions may be needing. Um, Your emotional needs landscape may look really unique 
this week is what I mean. And I think that you would do well to kind of flow with that without any kind of preconceived expectations for yourself, okay? And that way you're able to let go of any judgment of yourself. Um, Don't put any pressure on yourself to feel or be a certain way. Kind of hop on for the ride a little bit more this week because you might find that you're feeling a little bit uh, two different categories, if not more. So try not to judge yourself and just lean into it. Okay. Now, as far as these transitions, let's talk a little bit about this transitionary energy this week. So first of all, uh, not only do we have the moon doing its usual thing, right? Transitioning from one sign to a ne- to the next every couple of days, um, which is, that's just always happening, right? Transitions are just a part of our lives. But this week in particular, um, starting on Thursday, September 29th, we've got Venus moving into Libra. That's going to happen at 1.49 a.m. Mountain Time on Thursday. And then just over an hour later at 2.55 a.m. Mountain Time, Asteroid Ceres will be moving into the sign of Virgo. So Venus is coming from Virgo and moving into Libra. And Ceres is coming from Leo and moving into Virgo. Now, Venus and Ceres quite honestly, very kindred little combo here. I was very pleasantly, um, I'm surprised isn't the right word, but I was very happy to see that they both had kind of major transitions happening on the same day. I was glad that astrologically speaking, I got to see them uh, kind of together in one day because I up until now hadn't thought a ton about this combo of Venus and Ceres energy. Um, But Venus being our planet, uh, we really focused on Venus a lot last week, Moon Day Musings. That's a good episode to listen to. And in that episode, I also linked a Venus-specific episode that we did on That Witch Podcast. So if you want to go down a Venus rabbit hole, you could head that way. Um, But Venus being our planet of compassion and significant relationships and our our values, um, this is very kindred energy with Asteroid Ceres because Ceres is a planetary energy representative of nourishment Um, and caregiving on a nourishment level. So how we take care of ourselves based on how we feed ourselves and fuel ourselves. Yes, specifically with food and drink, but also in a wider sense of that, that term as well, just the general term nourishment. So I think that when we think about Venus energy and Ceres energy, uh, we can actually realize how very helpful these energies can actually be to one another. So personally, when I saw this transit, these two ingresses happening on the same day, Venus moving into Libra and Ceres moving into Virgo, I really felt called to remind all of you just about these two energies and to look at them further in your own chart. Uh, where is current Venus and current Ceres in your chart right now? What planets or placements does it activate for you? And then where is your natal Venus and where is your natal Ceres? 
and go a little further with that. I think that especially the asteroids are so overlooked because they don't pop up on most default settings on birth chart apps. But they're really not that complex to just add to your little arsenal of planets and and luminaries to learn about. Um, It usually is just a quick little flip of a switch under some settings on whatever app or website that you're using. And a quick Google search uh, to learn more about what your series and that sign means on a little bit deeper level for you. So I think that this is a wonderful time in the in the name of transitions, in the name of caring for ourselves and nurturing ourselves through transitionary periods. I think that this is a beautiful time to remind you to connect specifically with Venus and Ceres energy. Also coming up this week, uh, we all we have a uh, Mercury stationing direct in Virgo on Sunday the second. So at three o seven a.m. Mountain Time, uh, we will have Mercury stationing direct. It will it will begin its forward movement, its usual forward movement again, um, but in Virgo because remember Venus or sorry. Mercury retrograde started in the sign of Libra and moved all the way back into the sign of Virgo. And so what this looks like in the scope of a retrograde is we're doing a lot, specifically Mercury retrograde, we're doing a lot of re-examination, reflection, and review on our journeys, each of us, um, through the last, I would say, three to four, up to maybe six weeks or so ago, okay? This is the primary time, period of time of focus for each of us right now. And um, when a planet stations direct at the end of its retrograde cycle, it has a shadow period. And what that means is that that planet moved backwards, right? Again, air quotes, because the planets don't physically move backwards. It's an optical illusion um, that we interpret in astrology. Um, That backwards movement, all that ground that it covered, we are now about to walk forward. So imagine that you were just physically walking backwards, right? And now that it's time to move forward again, you're going to walk on that exact same path to get to the place where you very first started from and started walking backwards at. That's what that end of Mercury retrograde shadow period looks like. And essentially what it is, is it's kind of like a really hard look at all of your experiences through that particular retrograde cycle. So Mercury stationed retrograde on Friday, September 9th. That's when it started its backwards, right? Movement and motion. So reflecting on your experiences and events that you've been through since September 9th through this coming Sunday, October 2nd, All of that is what's going to be under the microscope, if you will. It'll be on the brain. There'll be little reminders that come up. There'll be things that that trigger (coughs) your memories of and, and, 
and to think about and analyze and process the different happenings and events of this particular retrograde cycle. And the way as practitioners that we hone in on this in a really purposeful way is, again, we can look at those dates for ourselves. And if you have it available to you, any kind of documenting you did, like journaling, tarot polls that you did. Um, I always recommend even looking at what you posted on social media during that time, looking at any of your activity during those weeks and really thoughtfully pondering all of it and letting any kind of natural thoughts or messages rise to the surface or maybe do questions rise to the surface when you when you look at those things when you're in that place of examination um and this is really how we intentionally use a retrograde period we do some intentional reflection but uh now that mercury will be stationed direct starting on Sunday this actually kicks off um a few planets stationing direct uh, starting in the month of October. And again, in November, we've been in this really heavy retrograde period. And this uh, first direct station does kind of mark the beginning of a few more uh, planets that will also be starting some forward motion again. And what you may experience from that is a sudden feeling of inertia, a sudden feeling of momentum or motivation or drive. Uh, You might feel really called to start something new, especially a new idea that you've been brewing or sitting on a lot. Um, And so pay, that's why I, uh, I made that little retrogrades cheat sheet. Um, that you can save. I emailed it out and then I also posted it on Instagram. So I'll make sure to link that for everybody here below. But um, the I included all the dates for the rest of 2022 and leading into 2023 of when each of these planets that are currently retrograde will be stationing direct again. And you can kind of start to expect some of that more forward movement, forward thinking for yourself. Okay. So in the name and theme of transitions, right? All these different planets moving into different signs, um, different stages and cycles beginning and some coming to different ends. I wanted to pull a card from the Oracle deck, the work your light deck. And Instead of a astro card today, I just thought that a oracle card sounded like a really perfect message when bearing in mind the theme of transitions. So what I would really appreciate you doing is taking a nice deep cleansing breath in with me and exhaling. Anything that's kind of been holding you back or making you feel stagnant or irritable, like really let that go with your exhale. And then make sure you feel nice and even. Your weight feels grounded and evenly distributed. Whether you're sitting or standing right now, you feel as comfortable and at ease as possible. If you feel called to close your eyes right now, feel please, please feel free to do so. And just open yourself up to any messages or guidance that you may be seeking or needing during this time of transition right now. All right, my loves. Oh, beautiful message. Today, we got Sisterhood of the Rose, Beauty and Devotion, Priestess, Mystic, Teacher. If you want to take a look at the artwork on this card, 
Make sure that you open up your Cosmic Quickie email that got sent out today as well so you can see a picture of the card in its full glory. And then I will read the full reading from the book for you here. The Sisterhood of the Rose is a lineage of priestesses and mystics who devoted their lives to serving humanity and seeding light consciousness all over the earth. A cross-section of ancient lineages, it is the path of devotion and beauty. Walking this path means being devoted to seeing and creating beauty wherever you go. The rose symbolizes the heart and the sacred geometry of all life. You are being called to notice the beauty around you, particularly in nature, and hear the whispers of Mother Earth. You are being called to spend more time in nature, as all the ancient secrets live there. Mother Earth is constantly whispering. Spend time admiring her creations, and you will be rewarded with insight and grace. You are being called to take a little more time to both notice the beauty that exists all around you and contribute to the beauty of the world in your own way too. This could be through your own creations or in the little things like how you dress to picking flowers for your home. Every time you devote your time to creating beauty, you harmonize the planet a little more and shift th and the shift in vibration can be felt. A little work your light action, surround yourself with beauty and create beauty wherever you go. I think this is so aligned with our little mention and chat of Venus and Ceres today. How perfect is that? Um, especially with that symbology of the rose specifically. I think that this is a big, big call to leaning on your sacred community as well. When I think of that word sisterhood, I really ultimately actually think of the word team and community. And this looks like your physical earth team and community here, and also your spirit team as well, um, as well as the bond and team you've created within yourself. So really leaning on that never-ending support that you always, always have around you, I think that's what truly creates and gives that beauty in the world um, that we really can appreciate all around us. So take this sisterhood of the rose message, really, especially if you need to save this episode somehow and listen to this reading again, take this message into that connection, that really intentional connecting that you do with your Venus placement and with your series placement as well, or just your Venus and your series studies, because that's them. That sisterhood of the rose, that is totally Venus and series coming through. They are both very, very much associated with the element of earth and nature and really connecting through that. Um, and I think that this is really the key to, to moving successfully through these transitions. It sounds like grounding and connecting with nature is kind of the name of the game, um, really specifically through the lens of Venus and Ceres right now. And this is, this is just beautiful. Man, I love that so much. Now, before I let you go today, I have to take a moment to celebrate with you because my first online virtual astrology course is officially available for purchase right now on my website. That's right. I have officially released level one astrology with that witch next door, the bones of the chart. 
We're going to be covering all 12 signs of the Zodiac together, their ruling planets, the astrological houses, as well as the major angles of the birth chart. This is for anyone who is serious about astrology and wants to actually learn how to read the chart. You're tired of just scrolling on Instagram and and having to take in the different interpretations on your apps and your software. You want to look at the chart. You want to look at those angles and symbols for yourself and start to understand them and apply them in your life. This is the course for you. The entire class is inspired on my applicable astrology series here on that witch podcast. So if that's something that you've enjoyed, this class is absolutely for you. Not only are you going to get video access to the class, as well as the presentation slides for your own device, but this also includes a 47-page digital workbook that is both mobile-friendly and printer-friendly. So you can take notes, reference over and over again, and follow along with me during the class. I am so excited to be bringing this to all of you, and I am so grateful to officially be your astrology instructor. You can learn more and get yours today at thatwitchnextdoor.com astrology. So make sure you check out the card in your email, like I said. Um, I hope that this episode offers you some insight, some helpful information and inspiration for the rest of your week. I am so appreciative of you today and every day. Thank you so, so much for being here with me today, neighbor. If you need anything, don't forget, I'm always just right next door, thatwitchnextdoor.com slash conjure that witch. I hope you have a wonderful week. Stay safe, have fun and stay magical out there. Hey, neighbor. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Moonday Musings. If you want to support the show further, make sure to check out the show notes below for some of the awesome companies that I am an affiliate for. You can also leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes and Spotify now. And the best way really to support That Witch Podcast is to share the show online on your social media platforms or just tell a friend that you think would enjoy it. If you want more cosmic magic, you can definitely join us in That Witch School, my magical monthly membership with tons of additional content and a private online community. And don't forget to subscribe to my email list for more forecasts, energy, journal prompts, specials, and to stay up to date with everything going on in the neighborhood. 